Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host, Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Today I'll give you an update about a few different things. The Czech League finals, which I played uh, in the weekend. Also some news about my club situation for the upcoming season. And some news regarding the World Championships in Copenhagen and the uh, upcoming Malaysia Masters. So there's a few things to get to in today's program. It won't be a long podcast, but uh, let's just get straight into it anyway. So the Czech League Finals was played on Saturday in Brno in Czech Republic. Uh, Brno is the city uh, where the club I play for, Brno Slatina is from. There's actually two clubs from that city that made it to the uh, the finals or the final four. So it was two semifinals and then the two winners would play each other in the final and the two losers would play each other for a bronze medal match. We played at 10 o'clock on Saturday morning um, in a match against the uh, a team from Ostrava, um, a team that we beat 4-0 and I didn't get to play actually. I was supposed to play in uh, in one of the final matches against uh, Kalle Koljunen from Finland who played f- who plays for that Ostrava team. But uh, it was pretty obvious before we got called on court that we were going to win the match 4-0 and since there's only seven matches we just stop at uh, four. So we only played th- uh, four or five rallies I think and then we uh, we stopped. That was uh, obviously very good for me and for the team, but I think especially for me because we had to play the final the same day, so still Saturday at six in the evening. So with the, the entire situation with my body and the way I'm recovering, it's it was pretty a pretty good advantage for me not having to play that full match against uh, Kelle. Uh, so I had enough energy for uh, for the final match in the evening. In the evening, in the final, we had to play the defending champions uh, from Benatki. We uh, lost to them in the final last year. Unfortunately, I couldn't play the final last year. Um, but yeah, we lost that one uh, quite quite close. This time we knew we had a pretty good chance of beating them as they were without uh, Rasmus Kerr from Denmark. And uh, yeah, I'm not sure if maybe they missed someone else. But on paper, I think we, we had the stronger team. We were playing at home as well. So we had some... Uh, we had some pretty good belief that we could uh, we could actually get away with the gold and we also did in the end we won the final 4-2 i got to play uh, my singles against milan dratva uh, the best slovakian men's singles player won that match in in four games we play best of five to 11 in the czech league so i won 11-9 11-8 then i lost uh, seven 11 I think and won 11-6 or 11-7 in the in the fourth uh, game. I was uh, quite quite content actually with my performance. Uh, it's a small hole and not not so easy to play like the normal game as I do in in the big arenas, but I think I, I controlled the match pretty well. Um, of course lost one uh, one set against him, but he also he also had some uh, some pretty good things in his game, so I'm actually just quite happy with being pretty much in control uh, throughout most of the match at least. And of course, uh, putting a point on the board for the for the team and for the club was a very, very nice feeling. It actually ended up, even though we won 1-4-2, it ended up being very, very uh, exciting in the end. 
uh, we lost the second men's doubles 11-9 in the fifth and two minutes after that we won the women's doubles 12-10 in the fifth game um, so that that was the point where we won the team match 4-2 but had they lost that game it would have been three all and we would have needed to play the final match which was the uh, the first men's doubles where i still think we were pretty clear favorites but yeah, it would have been very exciting having to play that one. But it was a very nice atmosphere in the end of those two uh, second men's doubles and women's doubles matches because they were so close and they were very deciding for uh, for the outcome. But yeah, in the end, we wanted four, we wanted 4-2. Finally got the gold for uh, for Bruno Slatina. I'm very happy to be able to uh, to contribute to the team and, uh, and bring them the gold, which was the goal also last year. Um, we didn't succeed last year, so it was very nice to uh, to get our revenge this year and uh, and bring home the gold for the club. I think most likely that will also be my final match for Bruno Slatina. I haven't ruled out completely uh, to play some matches for them next season, but I am gonna play for another uh, foreign league or in another foreign league. Of course, I will carry on playing for Vidor in Denmark, the team that promoted, uh, we got one promotion this year for the best league. I will carry on playing there. And then I will also play for a French club next year. So I will be joining the defending champions who also actually won on Saturday, the same day as Bruno Slatina, but Chambly from, I think from the Paris area. And they asked me if I was interested in playing for them next season. And I ended up, <coughs> sorry, I ended up agreeing uh, with them. Uh, and I, the main reason for doing it, actually the salary uh, didn't really play a role because the salary in Slatina and in Chambly is basically the same. But I chose to go with the French club instead of uh, Slatina as my priority because next season I won't be playing international tournaments. So the league matches will be where I get uh, to compete. I get to uh, play matches against uh, yeah, other top players. And I think in general, the level is higher in the French league. So I get to uh, maybe get some more interesting or even yeah, higher level matches, which I, I only think is cool. I also think there, at least from what I've heard and what I can see from a bit of video and pictures, there's a bit more interest for uh, the French league compared to the Czech league. It's been okay uh, when we played at home in the Czech league, but there's also been some matches with very, very few spectators. So I hope that Overall, it would just be a much more fun experience to uh, to play in France and uh, and yeah play at a higher level with, with more uh, attention and intensity. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really uh, excited about that. I always loved playing in front of the French crowd. So if the if there's any French listeners uh, that are tired of not being able to see me at the French Open one more time, well, at least you get the chance on several Saturdays to see me play because. The French league will be played on Saturdays and hopefully I will play as many as possible in the uh, in the French league next year. So very excited about that, joining uh, Champly for the upcoming season. I won't completely rule out playing a few matches for Slatina, but since uh, they also play during the weekends and I also have other commitments uh, during the weekends, I cannot guarantee anything and I think the team will uh, probably try to find someone else uh, to take my spot. Right, let's move on to uh, something else, a, uh, some good news and some bad news. And let's start with the, with the good news in regard to the World Championships in Copenhagen. I'm not in yet, so that's not the good news. But the good news is that I think I'm not too far away actually from being able to, to be entered. 
Um, if the calculations the the head coach Kenneth Jonasen uh, made, uh, there are two spots opened up because uh, no wildcard has been used. Uh, the host nation has one, but they can only use it if no one is qualified in the certain category. And since we have men singles that are qualified, we cannot use that one. And the second wildcard is for BWF. And so far, uh, we haven't heard that they, uh, they've used it and they should have uh, let us know uh, no later than Friday last week. So that opens up for two spots. And since I was, uh, yeah, I think five on the list, then I'm down to being three on the reserves list, if the calculations are right. And then we know Toby Penzi from England has qualified, but he's not really playing anymore. So we, he only plays some league badminton, so we really doubt that he will play. So that will make me number two on the list. Uh, and this is, um, I, I think that Darren Liu, who's higher than me on the list, won't play. Uh, so if he's not playing, then I'm number three. Uh, and number two, sorry. Uh, and then I just saw yesterday that Felix Buerstedt from Sweden, he uh, will stop his international uh, career as well. And it sounded like he would do it after the European Games, which is uh, already next month. So if that's true, then he will also be uh, out of the World Championships. And that actually brings me down to being number one on the list if Darren Liu also uh, is retired, as I've heard he is. So that actually means I have a pretty good chance, I would say, of, of getting an invitation for the, uh, the World Championships. So that's, that's good news. And there, I also had a meeting with the Federation because uh, Magnus Johannesson, our young Danish guy, he is only three spots below me. So there can, there can be something there. If there's a lot of people pulling out, then they might actually go with Magnus instead of me. But yeah, we'll just have to wait, wait and see about that. There's definitely, compared to last time I updated you guys, there's a better chance of me actually getting to play in Copenhagen. So let's just keep uh, our fingers crossed for that in uh, yeah, for now. On to the bad news. Uh, since my... My return from uh, from Czech Republic, uh, I started training uh, on Monday, so yesterday, today is Tuesday while I'm recording this, yesterday, and I started feeling uh, very tense in my hamstring, and as you guys know, I've been dealing with some hamstring issues uh, on and off ever since December, month, uh, December last year. Uh, and unfortunately, it feels like kind of the same issue is, is creeping back somehow. I actually felt no issues at all while I was in check. But on Thursday last week, when I had a really tough match in training against Magnus Johansson, actually, a very good match, high quality, very fun match to play. I, I felt some stiffness or soreness afterwards, had the Friday off, and then yeah, played the Czech final on, on Saturday. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of like on, on Monday that yesterday it came back a little bit. Didn't feel great at the end of the training, and now I've just trained again today. Uh, on like 80-90% intensity and it, it just doesn't feel good. It feels very uh, tense. So because of that, because we are a little bit afraid that I will kind of re-aggravate the injury and it will come back and haunt me again for a few months, we, we don't really want to risk that. We can't really afford that because if I'm going to make the World Championships, then I have to be able to have a good training stint over the summer to be in the best possible shape. If not, then there's no point in selecting me for uh, for badminton Denmark. Um, so to be sure that 
I can do that. We uh, have actually decided today that I am pulling out of the Malaysia Masters, which is yeah, quite tough, which means I probably won't get to play in Asia again. Um, doesn't look like I will get in for the Indonesia Open. I'm second on the reserves list. So that means that the January trip this year was probably the uh, last time I got to play in Asia. A little bit sad about that, but there's no doubt in my mind that this is the correct decision. Um, if I went to Malaysia with a hamstring on 90, 95%, there is a big chance, especially since I'm playing qualifiers, that I would re-aggravate the injury. And what what is honestly, what is the point of that? Um, I'm most likely not going to win the tournament anyway, so it would more just be to kind of get out there and play one more time. Um, but it's not as important as actually being able to be in good shape for the World Championships if there's a chance to play there. The World Championships is the main goal, the only goal basically I have left. Um, so that, that counts for much more than anything else. So yeah, I'm pulling out of Malaysia Masters, which means that my next event, if the hamstring and everything else goes well, will be the Denmark Masters uh, yeah, in about a month from now. That might also even be in danger if the hamstring is really bad. We'll get the physio to look at it tomorrow, but I don't think so. I think I will be ready for uh, for that. Also, especially with this decision about Malaysia Masters, I think it's the, vi the wise choice for sure. And it gives me a lot of... Uh, a lot of great time to recover and I don't need to like stress about anything because uh, there's, there's nothing I need to really be ready for in the uh, in the near future. So that's the bad news but I'm actually a bit more excited about the good news that I, I think I am getting closer to actually getting a chance to play at the World Championship. So really I'm keeping my hopes up for that and uh, hopefully you guys will keep your fingers crossed as well that I will get a spot. Right guys, I think that will be it for today. I will try to be back with another episode next week when the Sudirman Cup is on. So uh, maybe I'll talk a bit about my uh, my look at the Sudirman Cup. If there's any subjects you guys want to uh, be taken up, especially for you guys who are patrons, then uh, just send me a message and I'll be happy to discuss it in the next episode next week. Thanks so much for listening everyone. I'll be back soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to A Year on Tour with Vittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.